Hi guys, it's Avi. Just a thought. People are trying to categorize and put into a puzzle, into a like lock in to define twisted parenting. Um, and a lot of people think it's like unconditional acceptance. We were trying to come up with a good word. I think it's radical validation, which means that this person, let's say they're doing drugs, they feel isolated, misunderstood, everyone looks down at them. But we know that if they went through a trauma, which even if we don't know, we have, we could be down the kafskos because statistically they did go through a trauma. But let's say we know that the child is traumatized and that's why they need to smoke weed, let's say. So why should they feel that what they're doing is wrong? By radically validating them, it breeds trust. It breeds that they feel accepted. It means that they feel secure in their environment, that people aren't looking down at them. And we know that these are the most sensitive neshamas. So when you don't do that, they constantly feel everybody's looking down at them, and that kills them. Somebody else who doesn't care about other people, which is what other people look at these kids and think that they are. They say, oh, look, they don't care. Yes, we know that they do care. They care tremendously. Why are people looking at me? Why? Because you dress like a nutcase. Do you care or don't you care? If you care, just just dress normal. The tarot says they really care, but they are broken from a young age in their brain. Now, when we radically validate what they're doing, we give our seal of approval. You need to smoke weed. I understand why you're doing this. Not schlecht. You're not doing this to have fun. These kids are not doing this to have fun. Our kids who are pikuach nefesh, who are in a matzah of pikuach nefesh, they're not doing this because weed is fun to do, like college kids, like goyim, or, or people do it recreationally. This is not our sugya. So when I radically validate you to the extreme, and I say, I'm putting, I'm giving you the tabas melech. I'm giving you my backup. I support you. Because if you do it, it's good. And I do that for all their behavior. You take a tzaddik of a kid, mamash a tzaddik, and you see him smoking on Shabbos, what is your reaction? The reaction is, there's got to be a reason why what he's doing makes sense, because a regular tzaddik doesn't do such a thing. It must be that something happened that this makes sense. This is Havidana's kola adam lekafschus. But now we have to put that very nice saying that we all grew up with, but we don't usually use it. Havidana's kola adam lekafschus. When was the last time we actually used that? We got to actually use this in our dar to say, somehow this makes sense. And I could tell you that I've seen kids, we don't know in Shemayim, we, don't, we can't judge, but from my perspective, I understand why he's smoking on Shabbos. A kid who was molested as a child and lost his parents and was, was abandoned doesn't mean that that gives him a right to do it. He has to fight his battles. But when he loses his battles, we have no right to judge him. That's our assignment. Our assignment is not to judge him and say, oh, you're wrong for what you're doing. He's taka wrong. He lost his battle, but we don't have to lose our battle. Our battle is Havidan. It's called Adam Lakavskos. By validating him, say, I totally understand. You feel so tzubrachin. You feel so lost. He's so dark. You don't have to say all these things, but you have to understand that's why he's doing it. And that's why you felt a such a low madrega. You gave up on yourself. You gave up on Klaus Israel. You gave up on being connected to Hashem right now, temporarily. So, of course, that's why you're eating dirt. So most people, when they see somebody on the floor eating mud, they say, what are you doing? You're going to hurt yourself. Don't you understand? That's not good for you. And they try to explain it to them. That gets them frustrated and angry. And that's how you realize that that's the wrong people for this particular brain. So we say, you know why they're angry? Because you're treating them as if they need a lesson in Musr to understand why eating mud is bad. But they don't have that problem in their brain. Their brain and their heart is fine. They totally understand and feel why eating mud is bad. They're not the kid who thinks eating mud is good that you have to explain to him that eating mud is bad. They're not the kid who doesn't care about eating mud. He cares and he doesn't want to and he's against it in his belief system. But because he was thrown down to the floor 
He's broken. He's forced to eat mud. So when you go and explain to him why eating mud is no good, that's why they get so angry. So we see that it doesn't work. So what does work? When someone's doing something against their own brain, against their own seichel, their own yediyah, their own havana, and then you go over to them, you say, it's okay, I understand you. You must be mamish. You need to do this now. It's got to make sense in your world. Somebody put you into the floor and you have nothing to eat. You haven't eaten in days, so that's why you're eating mud. I validate you. And therefore, when they have the stamp of approval, then they feel so relieved for that. It helps their mental illness and makes them feel secure in a safe environment. And it takes away the pain of thinking that everybody is uh, looking down at them. And it builds up the good feeling that people understand me, that I'm not sugar, that of course I'm doing something that goes against what's right. But everyone understands that that's what I have to do because I talk I have to do it. And the raya is, because if he didn't have to do it, he would not be doing it. Because when he can be better, he will be better. So when you see a normal, healthy person acting unhealthy, why do you have to give them musr? They didn't do this by accident. They don't have a wrong cheshbin in their brain. They know right. They just can't do right. You're going to go to someone who needs a cane to walk and explain to him, you shouldn't rely on the cane. It's not the right thing for you. It doesn't pass. People are going to talk. Well, you're not going to be normal. No one's going to marry you. No. You say probably if he grabbed the cane to walk, he probably needs a cane. Whether I know that he has a broken leg or whether I just assume that he is just feeling that way. You go over to him and you say, don't worry about it, it's fine. If you need it, it's good. We're here for you, we understand you, we don't look down at you. You don't bring out every bad thing that's going to happen by the child's behavior because they also don't want to do the behavior. And when you do that and you attack them, it causes them to defend the behavior, which is not what we want. That's why they build shittas and become atheists and become anti. We don't do that. Because we know that they know that this is not the right behavior. So we don't make a sheet out of it. We don't make them make a sheet out of it. We tell them, Shefala, I love you. I trust you. Unconditional trust. I bake into you that I trust you. You're my child. These are kids who grew up. They were so smart. They were our best kids. And all of a sudden, look how we turn on them. When they have a nervous breakdown, we turn on them. Well, the therapist is going to heal them. You need medication. You got to this, da, 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 da. At the end of the day, we turn on them. We think they became bad. Went letarbus raw. Such a baltaiva. No, that's not the story of our kids. The kids who the parents come to me or the matzav of pikuach nefesh are because statistically, the numbers are in their favor that you mukhiv to paskin on them based on the rive that somebody hurt them and they had a breakdown. They're not acting normal. They're not acting the way that they want to act. So unconditional love is nothing. What's unconditional love? You go to the hospital to someone with 103 fever who didn't put on tefillin because they're dying and you tell them, I love you anyway? What does it mean I love you anyway? So it doesn't pass. It doesn't. It's, there's no place for that over here. He's only not putting on tefillin because he's sick. And these are our kids. People working with them will testify. They can't function because they're sick. Oh, if they're sick, you don't say, I love you anyway. I love you even though you're sick. Listen, I love you even though you didn't put on tefillin. What are you talking about? I, my arm is broken. So, so you should put on tefillin? It's, it's so not logical to have to come on to unconditional love. I don't love you anyway. I accept that you're not putting on tefillin because your arms are broken. Because you had a skiing accident. That makes sense. I don't hold it against you what you're not doing because if I held against you what you're not doing because of a sickness, then I'm a mashogana. Why should we hold against them what they can't do because of an illness, because of a sickness? And statistically, they are sick. They are sick. So we're looking at them, we're saying, don't feel bad for being tzibrachan. You are right. 
You are right. Hashem knows you're right. And we know you're right. You're right. You're tzabrachen. We give you validation. We give you radical acceptance. We show you that we are with you. We're with you not because we're backing someone who's bad. He's not a healthy Esav. He's a sick Yaakov. And that's why we're backing you. We are backing you because somehow we know that what you're doing is right and it makes sense. When we do that, we have an alignment with the child. He feels more comfortable with his parents and his family than anyone in the world. So, of course, after he gets healthy, where is he going to want to live? Who is he going to want at his wedding? What kind of a life is he going to want? The kind of life like his family, like his destiny, like his like what it would have been before people went ahead and hurt him and ripped him away from his family. And I think that's really a good description of understanding what TP is all about. Nafshe that's what heals most mental illness we have an unbelievable track record with that where people hundreds of kids who had diagnosis for different mental illness disease are gone a year and a half two years later where's all the medication why aren't they being hospitalized where's all the suicidal kids what's going on over here and most of the kids don't need rehab to get off of all kind of drugs we have only about maybe five to ten percent that end up in rehab all the rest of them quit drugs even hard drugs on their own because that's what happens when you boost the kid and you say we believe in you we don't have to understand him first of all if you train you will understand him so don't use your ignorance because you don't learn about why you should understand him don't use that to not understand someone you're allowed to say i don't know how a cell phone works i'm ignorant but i trust that it works but don't say, I don't understand, I didn't learn about this, and therefore, because I don't understand why what you're doing makes sense and why you're still good, because I didn't develop and train to understand why what you're doing makes sense, therefore, you're wrong. No, you're ignorant. You're allowed to either admit being ignorant and trust the child, have it done as Adam Lakavskos, or don't be ignorant, because we have parents in group who train and learn and really finish the book, the TP manual, the thousand pages, and really, really get into the sugya, and they see what I see, that the kid is not wrong. The kid is right. If the kid is right, you don't need unconditional love, you don't get angry at them, you're not embarrassed of them. If, well, if the kid is right, you have no issues. The only issues that the whole world has with these kids is because they think the kid is wrong. And that's really the nakuda. Are they wrong or are they right? If someone is, God forbid, raped as a child, they are not wrong for growing up dysfunctional, not being able to function properly. If someone has anxiety, someone has depression, if someone has mental illness, they're not wrong when they're dysfunctional. That's the bottom line, understanding that these kids are right. What happened to them is wrong, but they are right. Once you get that, you have no issues. You have no issues, and you never get angry at your kid again. You just back them up with all your might and love them until the day that you die. And that's what heals them physically, emotionally, psychiatrically, and spiritually. Chazak v'yamatz. Let's get every single kid back, because no Jew will be left behind. This is Avi Fishoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.